Harry Potter is enrolled in a photography class to learn how to take better dick pics, and his professor is Draco Malfoy? Jamie Lannister and Brienne of Tarth are directing a Titanic exhibit, and Jon Snow is the security guard? Tony Stark is producing a dating show on a tropical island, and all the Avengers are the contestants? There is no way stories like this exist. And there is no way three best friends would read them and put their reactions out for the world to hear. I mean, no one would do that, right? Guys? I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And, and this is Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Welcome back to Fangasm. I'm Lindsay. I'm Allie. I'm Danny. Woo! And this is episode five of season 22. Two. Our Taylor Swift season. Did you forget our beautiful... <laughs> yeah, did you forget about our gorgeous vocals uh, that kicked off the season? I am certain people have not forgotten. Yeah, I don't know. I, I couldn't hear it through the sound of our corn song, so... Um, <laughs> But uh, uh, I have been loving all of this Taylor Swift. Do you guys have a board with strings attached to pictures at your house? <laughs> yeah. Uh, turned my entire second bedroom into a Taylor Swift crime lab. Just <laughs> trying to piece the puzzle together. Uh, I love the littlest things. People are like, oh, her hair was two inches outside of her face. Two, 22. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> it is crazy the way people can, like, back into a story about her various songs. And be right. It's wild. I know. It's like so creepy. My birthday is October 22nd and the album releases on the 21st. And so I'm going to have a Taylor Swift listening party on the 21st and we get to listen to Midnight's and also um, I get to use all of my (laughs) holiday dishware. So I'm pretty excited. (laughs) My Halloween. When is this baby coming? November 11th. Yeah, it's kind of uh, okay. close. I'll probably be miserable by then, but you know. <laughs> Anything to take your mind off it. Taylor, I'll take my mind off. Everybody can sit around your bed and stare at you. <laughs> you can have your fancy china on your belly. Yeah, it's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> 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 Seance. <laughs> a record player right on top. <laughs> I was thinking a funny video would just be to like be at the grocery store, like inspecting the Cheerios. Like, where did she hide this clue? Willy right. Wonka style. Like, what is track seven of Midnight's? And is it at the Jiffy Lube? Where haven't we been looking? <laughs> <laughs> she has a car. Car has gas. Are we at BP? <laughs> uh, okay, n- enough about her. Do we need to include more Easter eggs in our story so people can do some numerology on that? They'll be like, 22. Should. The key they sang at the beginning of the song. <laughs> <laughs> flat. Okay. They were flat when they sang that a key. So that must mean... Flat Top. It's in the parking lot of Flat Top Grill. <laughs> flat Top. Will Smith. Fresh Prince. Prince. As in a typewriter. <laughs> fingerprints. Follow the fingerprints. <laughs> oh, man. You gave it all away. Well, there's not a lot of mystery to solve in our story so far, but we do think a storm's a brewing. I don't mean to jump right to the blowdown. Do you guys have anything to announce? Anything to say? The only thing I have to announce is that I have a little, a new little friend sitting behind me as I record. I have my mom's dog with me. <laughs> so in case we hear a little yelp or a yip, it's my sweet little buddy, Levi. He's chilling behind me today. So, Or it's the ghost of Mo. She's just chiming in. Aww. 
You decide. <laughs> I loved Allie. You were saying why you have Levi for two reasons, and I loved both. Yeah, he is my emotional support dog for the rest of this pregnancy. My mom knew I was a little a little sad sack over Mogi. Um, and then also my mom wants to be able to just jump on the train as soon as I go into labor. And so she doesn't want to have to deal with daycare. So um, instead, I deal with <laughs> the burden of putting eye drops in Levi's eye 11 different times a day because <laughs> he's a jacked up little guy. It's like every 20 minutes. <laughs> it's like it consumes like 95% of my day is just <laughs> administering medicine in this dog's eye. But he's the most tender sweetheart. He's a cuddler. Oh my God. He's just a little lover. So I don't complain. I love that she just shipped him ahead. Okay, Levi, I'll see you there in a couple of weeks. (laughs) She did. Yeah. She shipped in advance. My things will arrive before I will. (laughs) Mother. She keeps FaceTiming me all weepy. I was like, well, don't make me feel bad. I don't know what to do. She's like, does he remember me? And he's very, uh, he's so friendly that he has like zero loyalty to anyone. He'll just he meets everyone with the same level of like excitement and enthusiasm. And I think it makes my mom feel bad. It's not special. Because <laughs> he doesn't really seem to miss her. <laughs> he just, he's like, hmm. <laughs> he just loves anyone who's uh, in his way. So He probably loves Nance the most. Anyone who will put drops in his eyes? Truly, yeah. <laughs> An exciting and sweet update. Yeah. So there's a little foursome on the... I guess five some with this baby brewing on the pod today. Yeah, so what happened last episode? We met Carl, our new favorite character. <laughs> we met Carl. John and Danny were getting along famously. Everything seemed to be working out perfectly. No conflict, no issues, surviving and thriving. They were bragging about themselves, about how good they are at this. They're in week two of three. They have one more week left. And then the thunder was starting to thunder. And so they were like preparing their tent for a storm. And so my prediction is that there will be some conflict, some tension in the tent that will lead to them hooking up. That's what I think. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's how you hold a tent up, a little tension. (laughs) Um, You know how producers, did you ever see Unreal on Lifetime that was like the scripted version of The Bachelor? Mm Mm-hmm. And they would just like throw, like, you know, the producers just throw shit in. Like, I just can imagine the producers here like flying in one of their exes. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're like, <laughs> you, you know, you find like Danny's ex like trapped in a bear trap. <laughs> like, uh, who's this? And then. <laughs> it's um, Drago. What's the guy's name that she. Oh, uh, Drogo. Drogo. Carl Drogo. Yeah. He's going gonna... <laughs> to. Did I make that up? Carl Drogo. Not Carl, Carl Drogo. Drogo is the. <gasps> What if it's him in a mask? What if Carl rips off the mask and it's Carl Drogo? Oh, my God. <laughs> Carl, air quotes. Wow. Yeah, we do need to fly in some exes. One of the producers, they're, like, eating the extra half of the snake that, like, Danny had saved for John. And then he's like, hey, where's my, you know, just trying to blow shit up on them. Where's my snake half? <laughs> yeah. From around a tree just hits John in the butt to be like, did you just touch my butt? They'd like that, though. <laughs> What was the wildling that John loved? What was her name? Egret. We'll fly her in too. <laughs> let's let's cause yeah. some like real chaos here. That's what we need. Come on. I love it. I will also say, because we're all the fandoms are happening at the same time, I did finally catch up a little bit on Rings of Power. Oh, you did. And I'm quite liking it. Although it is yeah. it is a lot to handle all in the same. I will say I think I'm liking it more than House of Dragons. Hot D? Are you? I think so. Only because there's so much magic to it. Mm -hmm. It's high fantasy. Yeah. And I feel like with House of Dragons, we've kind of gotten like the one family. 
And then we haven't mm-hmm. gotten like a whole bunch of worlds. Yeah. So like I feel like old Game of Thrones, there was like a lot happening. And this is just mm-hmm. very much about the same characters. So hot take. Hot take from me. I really want to watch Rings of Power. I haven't started. It's beautiful. I I probably like Hot D better than Rings of Power or maybe enjoying it more. But I agree with you, Danny. Rings of Power is just like visually, it's like stunning. And the lore is really cool. I think I know Game of Thrones a little bit better. Maybe that's why. Excuse me. Are you calling it something very cool? Hot D? Is that what people (laughs) call it? That's what people call it. Hot D. Yeah. House of the Dragon? Yeah. She's like, yeah, I feel like I like Hot D a little bit better. And like for me, Ring of P, our Ogpa (laughs) is like different. It's really, it's a perfect acronym for us. Hot D. (laughs) I just slid it in. That Hot D and that cock ring. (laughs) (laughs) Cute. I like it. Well, anyway, that's our, that Hot Takes on Hot D. We did the BD. Should we G-I-T? I think we should. R E A D. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. Are you about to sing when the story starts? <laughs> when the story starts, cut a big old fart. No, I knew Are it. You- I knew you were going to rhyme starts with farts. I knew it. She's brilliant. I was having such a good time. She's brilliant. Okay. <laughs> By the time the clouds started to roll in, rumbles of thunder signaling their approach, John had managed to enclose their fire on three sides, allowing them access to it from their shelter without getting wet. Danny, for her part, had done as promised and reinforced the walls, hoping she'd managed to weave the fronds. Oh my God, somebody today at work was like, oh, the fronds on the plant behind you. And I'm like, I do have fronds. I know what that means. (laughs) I just learned, but does everybody use and know what fronds means? What's the phenomenon when you hear a word or think of a thing and then start to see it everywhere? Yeah. That's not the Mandela effect. That's something entirely different. But what's that called? I'll look it up while you keep. It's when you're like about to buy a car and you see that brand of car everywhere on the road. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, it's a sign. Oh, the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny that that didn't roll off your tongue. Yes. <laughs> oh, the Bader-Meinhof. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hot D. <laughs> the Mandela effect. <laughs> Just as I remember it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Okay, she managed to weave the fronds together tightly enough to create a barrier against the coming rains. She'd also, with John's help, gathered every spare stick of dry wood she could find as the birds had cooked. As hmm. the birds had cooked, knowing they'd be left with some picking. Maybe just as the birds cooked. Can I just skip it? Yeah, just skip that chunk. I don't think it's necessary. Well, watch, it's the most key part of the entire story. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the you reference the bird in every, <laughs> every paragraph from here the, on the out. The birds that were previously mentioned... <laughs> in paragraph four, when the birds were cooking. <laughs> oh, you guys skipped that part? Well, now none of it makes sense. And now Carl is fucked. So I hope you're happy. <laughs> they had at least two days worth, by her estimation, stacked against one side of the shelter. And she was pleased that they seemed to be prepared as best they could be, at least. When their food finished and tucked away, ready to be eaten later, John sidled up to her with a big grin on his face. Look what I found. He pulled several thick plants from his bag, and she stared at them with growing wonder as she realized what he'd found. Yucca? She clapped her hands together with glee. (laughs) Is it yucca? No, I just, I like the way you said it. Yucca? (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys ever drink yucca? Different yucca, but did you ever drink yucca in college? No, it was an an alcoholic drink. You'd make it? No. Yeah, so you take a big jug, you'd put in a tray of ice, 
a fifth of vodka, a cup of sugar. You'd roll six lemons in your hand and you'd cut them open and squeeze them and then throw the whole, all six lemons into the jug. And then you'd pass it around the group and you'd shake it. And it turned into this like delicious boozy lemonade. And we called it yucca. Oh, that's great. Mm. I mean, still something I drink today. It was delightful. Delicious. Maybe not today, (laughs) but soon. Tim, not today of of all days. Not today, today. (laughs) Yucca, she clapped her hands together with glee. You know what we can make from that? Allie, were you reading ahead? (laughs) Shots. Soap, he whispered joyfully and shook the plants. We need to grind it down first. But honestly, if we're going to be stuck in there for a few days together, we ought to at least smell decent. Oh, my God. They're prepping to bone. Uh Uh-huh. She moaned, euphoric at the idea of actually being somewhat clean. I love you so much right now. She grabbed at the plants, Mm. finding rocks that would work, and waving him to sit beside her, handing him one smooth stone. Best big spoon a girl could ask for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. John laughed loudly, then mirrored her actions. Well, little spoon, we better be quick about it if we want to head down to the lake and take a real-life jungle bath. Working together, they managed to turn the meaty roots into a thick paste in fairly short order, and she was nearly skipping it aside as they found their way to the lake. She pulled the elastic from the end of her braid, wincing at the grimy feel of her hair as she unbound it from the style. Can I ask a favor? John looked up, setting aside the container they'd put their primitive shampoo into with curious eyes. Sure. She flicked a hand at her hair. I think I'm going to need your help with this. French braid. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever done a fishtail braid? (laughs) You seem like a guy who knows how to braid. <laughs> how am I going to describe this? But back home, we actually do 19 braids, and we have them elaborately <laughs> draped. And they're all woven together in a really intricate pattern. Have you done that before? That's all I ask. Oh, you don't know the classic, you don't know the Targaryen twist? <laughs> mm. <laughs> the Targaryen topsy tail? Interesting. Huh. <laughs> John eyed her loose hair, seeing it trail over her shoulders and down her back. Yeah, he finally sat on an exhale. You are. That's a lot of bloody hair. She took off her pack, leaving it on the shore and wading into the water, gnawing at her bottom lip as she could feel his eyes on her back. Go ahead and get it soaked and I'll help you out. Get me soaked and then help me out. (laughs) Step one. (laughs) Danny walked out until the water just brushed against her breasts, then dunked her head under, letting the water soak into her dirty hair until she could feel it on her scalp. When she surfaced, his eyes were the first thing she saw. Then he looked away, the tips of her ears turning red as he took off his own bag and hurriedly entered the water, approaching cautiously and handing her the container of yucca paste. Here, he said somewhat brusquely, and cupped his hands for her to pour out some of the concoction. She turned, allowing him to lather the length of her silver hair in surprisingly gentle hands, feeling his blunt nails scrape against her scalp as he worked. She couldn't fight her low moan, feeling his hands still for a moment before he kept going, and she was glad he was behind her that he couldn't see the furious blush that arose as she realized how she sounded. I'm not so sure how long she's going to want him behind her. Well, a long time. But. <laughs> I picture her like a Pantene, or what was that commercial? Was it Pantene? Herbalescence. Herbalescence. Herbalescence, yeah. That's crazy that that was on TV in the 90s. Yes, that was edgy. I felt very sexual. Yeah. Yeah, for such a prude country we are. European commercials are off the charts crazy. Fuck me shampoo. (laughs) Like they truly are so aggressive. (laughs) This shampoo fucks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wait, my Be Real just came in. Um, Do you guys want to be on it real quick? 
Sure. Yeah. Susan's like, are you freaking joking? <laughs> okay. Very important. Are you fucking joking? I didn't know you did <laughs> okay. be real. Lindsay, you do too? No, but everyone who talks about it, it sounds like very refreshing. Allie, it yeah. sounds like your type of social media platform yeah. for sure. Danny, you sent it to me and you said you would like this. And then I downloaded it and I never did anything with it. Didn't like it? it did. I didn't try it, but I should try it. <laughs> okay. It's fun. It's still, it's silly. A couple of my coworkers have started to do it. So I'm like, oh, how real can I be? <laughs> I'll be real. This is, I was real. <laughs> this is my sex podcast. <laughs> If that's if this is fits within, I think you're being pretty real. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty legit, Danny. You're all right. No, he's just gonna be like on a Zoom call with these gals. I think my team will be like, "Who are they? <laughs> Why are you zooming with them?" <laughs> New leads. Silence fell, but finally, as his hands moved down the length of her hair, she spoke. If the whole survival training thing doesn't work out, you could make good money shampooing hair. Can you? Okay. That drew a rumbling laugh from him. You'd get like five dollars. <laughs> $5 a wash and tips. It's legit. I guess if he's got like a couple at a time, a celebrity shampooist. That drew a rumbling laugh from him as he finished, and he took the container and indicated she ought to rinse her hair. When she came back up, he was still smiling. I'll keep that in mind, he said, then pulled the band from his own hair. Black curls sticking to his head as he looped it over his wrist and poured out the gooey mix into his hand again. She took the cup as he made short work of his own hair, pretending she wasn't watching the way his arms flexed as he scrubbed at himself vigorously. Their eyes caught and held as water ran from his now clean hair, and there was that tension again, and she really knew she ought to call it what it was. Attraction. Mm. But it couldn't go anywhere, and certainly not right now, so she'd just appreciate the view and get herself clean. They took turns then, and she primly turned her back when they went into the shallower water to wash the rest of themselves. Something oddly intimate about running her hands over her body in front of him, even though they'd seen each other naked as their name days for two weeks now. Is there going to be like an alligator in there or something? That's what I keep thinking. Like she just going neck deep without even worrying. Like, and I would do it so fast. Cause you'd be like, I would stay like ankle deep and just like splash it up on myself or do a handstand. They're in the jungle. There has to be yes. snakes in that water at a minimum. I mean, they've yes. been killing snakes. What do you think the snakes go when they're not eating them for a dip? Piranha. <laughs> There's a snake in my butt. <laughs> Woody. It works. <laughs> There's a snake in my butt. (laughs) (laughs) Sex toy story. (laughs) To your virginity and beyond. (laughs) There's got to be a sex toy story somewhere. For sure. Yeah, because it'd be really funny, Buzz and Woody. I bet it'd be that they are sex toys and they come to life when the adults aren't in the room. (laughs) Oh, oh God. A sex toy story. That concept is great. Like, what would the sound of, like, a ball gag be? <laughs> Coming to life? <laughs> I feel like it'd have the same voice as the T-Rex. Who's that character actor that oh, is, like, nervous and... Oh, yeah. Hi, guys. <laughs> or, like, those little squeaky toys that come in the, like, claw thing. Like, just, like, doesn't say a lot, but is, that like... claw. <laughs> Wait, you know um, how in Beauty and the Beast, the duster, you know, she's... So beautiful mm-hmm. in French. Yeah. But like a cat of nine tails. Oh, yeah. You know, the, a whip just yeah. kind mm-hmm. of floating around. I feel like the cat of nine tails would have a German accent. Very fierce. And <laughs> She'd be like, Fraulein. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys, Buzz Lightyear is the vibrator. Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> and Woody's a dildo. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. If anybody's looking for inspo, we got your plot summary. Someone write this. Here are your warnings. Can any of our listeners write this? I mean, please, for the love of God. Oh my gosh. And don't they yell, Andy's coming to, for them to know how to pretend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. No warnings apply, of course. And then all the tags on this are ruined childhood. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) He was already out of the water when she was done, studiously averting his eyes as he awaited for her to gather her things, and together they walked back to camp. That night, as the rain beat against the side of their shelter, was the most tense, least restful night of sleep she'd had. What's the sound we did last time? The dedus. I don't know. What's the Toy Story song? (gasps) You are a friend in me. (laughs) (laughs) I want a friend friend in in me. me. (laughs) <laughs> I want a friend in me. Oh, that counts as a dude. Yeah. I just looked up the cast, and did you guys know that Eric Von Detten? Eric Von Detten, he's the guy from Brink, isn't he? No. He was so attractive when we were young. He's still a smoke show, and he's the voice of Sid, the next door neighbor that's mean and tortures his toys. Yeah, mm. I think I did know that. And I forgot about the slinky dog. Is Jim Varney? Ernst. Oh, yeah. Or Ernest? Ernest goes to camp? Ernest or Ernst? Is it Ernst? <laughs> Not Ernst. <laughs> Ernst and Young is what you're thinking. Did I just cut out a yeah, vowel? Yeah, from the Emmys. For no reason. <laughs> Ernest? Little Bo Peep. Ernest. Ernest. Oh, wow. Cool facts. Okay, ladies, this story, this story. Okay, back. Come on. Come on. You, come guys on. Fall, you guys fall into a sex toy story plot hole. <laughs> and now we're, we're branding the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. John. Little Blow Peep. Date. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> little blow peep show a little yeah. sexually woke we're done we're done okay done carry on John day 21 I think it's what? only 21 days so I think this is it it is what the heck so we skipped the rainstorm so they were fine yes it was bad you were looking up uh, weekend at Bernie's we, it was the most tense least restful night of sleep that she'd had bad storms sorry I was I was too deep in a Mr. Potato Givehead joke <laughs> just <laughs> Missed that line. <laughs> John stood on the shore, holding Danny's arms like a baby. I wonder, like, full like a baby? His eyes finding no sweeter sight than the boat that they were idling off in the distance. There it is, he murmured to his injured injured partner. Oh. Wait, what? She'd sprained her ankle as they'd come down the cliffs, and he'd carried oh. her the rest of the way on his back. Oh, her weight wow. next to nothing as he'd gotten them the rest of the way to the finish line, determined they would do this together. He sat her down, gently watching her test her weight on her swollen right foot and wince, hissing. Fuck, she spat. I think I can swim like this, she said, assessing the distance of the boat. But it's going to be slow going. The producer's like, no, hey, we'll just, come on, we'll just get you. But We'll idle on over. They make them swim to the finish line? <laughs> they do? <laughs> so cruel. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes they have to, like, swim out to the boat because of the, all the alligators. John shook his head. No, I'm just kidding about the alligators. <laughs> oh, I was like, <laughs> I was like <laughs> that's not right. Did you guys see that tweet that's going around? Holly. <laughs> I sound off. the way I set that up. <laughs> but it's a picture of a shore, shoreline, and there's like hundreds to almost thousands of caimans that are like sunbathing on the beach. Caimans are like in the crocodile family. Oh. Ah. They just took over a beach that used to be a public beach or something? I don't know. I dug a little bit further in the story, and it sounds like that was their natural habitat, and they're just trying to sensationalize it. But it looks like it would have been a beautiful beach that is now littered with caimans. You guys see that tweet about those crocodile cousins? (laughs) 
taking over that beach. A big old crocodile family. Family reunion. What Twitter are you on? <laughs> yes. Yesterday, speaking of sounding ancient, I said <laughs> they went off to smoke drugs. Smoke drugs? <laughs> I've never said that in my life. <laughs> so old. Are you a thousand? I'm really old. Okay, wait. Also. Okay, we have to we have to power okay. through. People are going to be so mad I feel like chaotic. My brain feels like chaotic right now. I can't stay on task. Okay, keep going, Danny. You're doing good. Okay. I, <laughs> we did just buy some new pieces that I will send you guys after because they are unbelievable. Okay. John shook his head. Come on. You can just lock your arms around my neck and I'll swim up both here. You'll float anyway. I promise you won't weigh me down, he continued as she shook her head, ready to argue. Danny, we're so close. Let me do this little spoon. <laughs> oh. Do you think you guys could swim someone else to a boat? No. Yeah. Not very far. I was like Red Cross lifeguard certified um, for camp, and we would have to like, you know, rescue people in the pool. And I like always got like the football player, you know, and I was like. <laughs> oh, bummer, Danny. Flipping his fins, we won't get too far. <laughs> Dale, you know. <laughs> it had become an endearment now, and she finally gave him a tiny smile. All right, she has assented at last. And they gave one last look to the island that had been their home for three weeks before he picked her up again, carrying her past the breaking waves until they could both float reasonably well. Grab on, he yelled, trying to be heard above the boat engine and the rushing waves. She did, her voice tickling his ear as she leaned in close, and it was a testament to her rapidly fading honor that he barely felt her breasts, full and round, pressed against his back. Lead on, big spoon. He wrapped a hand around hers, where they joined against his neck and squeezed, then set off in smoothing strokes until he was grabbing at the ladder of the boat and letting Danny clamber up his back and onto the deck first. It was dick first. He climbed up right behind it. Sorry. <laughs> I said onto his dick first. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, that's going. part of the show. We'll never make it. We need more wood. <laughs> Boing. Grab on. <clears throat> he climbed up right behind, panting, covered in salt water and exhausted. But when she began to laugh and hoot and cheer, he joined in without a second thought. What if he looked back and it was actually the squid was wrapped around his bag and not Danny? <laughs> she never made it off the shore. <laughs> Who? When did that happen? <laughs> And it's just like using one tentacle to like tickle his ear. Yeah. Or it's Carl. <laughs> it's not Danny, it's Carl. Oops. Yeah, where is Carl? <laughs> we did it. Carl took his car and drove home <laughs> on the dragon tail. We did it. Dragonstone was fading in the distance and she raised her arms in celebration, pumping them up and down and beaming at him from the bench seat across from his. Can you believe it? He held his fist out for her to bump against it, chuckling. Never a doubt in my mind. He saw the flicker of sadness on her face as she glanced back at the island. I'm going to miss that place. I'm going to miss you, he thought, but he didn't say it. This wasn't the time or the place. He understood that melancholy in her tone, though, and hoped that it wasn't just the island she would miss. But he wasn't sure what to say, even when the time was right, because he was fairly certain that the blurting out his suspicions that he was maybe sort of in love with her wouldn't be appropriate. When they left there, they'd be thousands of miles apart anyway. Maybe it didn't matter. Maybe it was just so much time spent together, and once he got home, his feelings would fade. Danny stood, limping over to plop down on the seat next to him, and leaned her head against his arm, closing her eyes. Let's eat huge cheeseburgers when they get us to a hotel, John. He laughed and took her hand, lacing their fingers together, unable to stop himself. Deal. Deep, boop, deep, boop, beep, beep. Na, 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 na. Maybe it should have been the Game of Thrones. <laughs> That was great. <laughs> that 
Fantastic. (laughs) Danny, six months later. She sat on her couch in her quiet apartment, dogs laying in a lump at her feet. Clicking the remote button, she turned the TV off, swiping up at her cheek and realizing, with considerable surprise, that she was crying. Is she watching their show on TV? (laughs) She's watching season eight finale of Game of Thrones. (laughs) (laughs) What have I become? Danny shook her head, scrubbing her hands across her face and under her eyes. It wasn't a surprise. She was a wreck. And she had been since she said goodbye to John at the airport after she hugged him tightly and they had exchanged cell numbers and promised to talk often. Tonight was the first time she'd seen his face as their episode aired in three months at least. When they'd first gone home, they'd texted almost every day and FaceTimed and she had been incongruously happy at the decided flirty tone things had taken. But then a few months ago, he told her he was heading up to the far north, home to ice and snow, and no cell phone signal or internet. Internet. Or intranets. <laughs> she knew enough about his business now. Or nets in general. There's not, they don't have any nets up there. Not, not even a net. Not a single net. No inner tubes, no internets. <laughs> she knew enough about his business now to know he'd been heading into his busy quarter of survival classes and groups, and she couldn't begrudge him making money, could she? He had a life and a job far away from her. But now, as she replayed that little final snippet of interview in her mind, where the producers had obviously traveled to the north to see how he was recovering from their Dragonstone expedition, she couldn't get his words out of her mind. Danny was the best partner I could have asked for, and even though I haven't gone to reconnect with her in person yet, I hope to soon. She's my number one little spoon for sure. That number two little spoon is like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> right here. <laughs> Then he'd laughed and ducked his head, and she had been nearly sick with the realization that somewhere between the nudity and hunting and nights huddled together for warmth, she might have fallen in love with him. Her cell phone buzzed, and she sniffed away her remaining tears, unsure what to expect when she saw Missy's number on the caller ID. Hello? I can't stand the rain. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? (laughs) Missy Elliott. What was that? How'd you get my number? Missy Elliott, get out of here. Why are you texting me? (laughs) Missy let out a screech so loud, Danny had to pull the phone away from her ear. It was just a jumble of sound, her friend talking so fast she couldn't make it out. Use your words, Missy. Slow down. She heard Missy take several breaths. I got a big waist. (laughs) Use your words, Missy. Right, she's only ta- she's doing that. Remember, she's doing the reverse it. Flip it and reverse it. It's y'all flipping it and Use your words, Missy. Okay, Danny. First of all, your partner was crazy hot. How did you not jump him? Danny felt her brows raise. That's your first question. Missy laughed. Yes, little spoon. She answered emphatically. Oh my God, Danny, you guys are like perfect for each other. How are you not already living with this man? Danny scoffed, picking at a stray thread on the throw pillow in her lap. He lives in the north, Missy, and here I am, far, far away. She heard Missy's sounds of protest, but pressed on. I mean, I can't even call him right now anyway. He's doing some wilderness camp and probably freezing his balls off. Not everyone is as super duper fly as you, Missy. (laughs) (laughs) Missy's voice dropped so low. That Danny knew she was trying to keep Gray from overhearing. <laughs> Speaking of balls, her friend drawled, what are we talking in terms of, you know, the merchandise? Oh. Danny knew she was turning scarlet, could feel her cheeks grow hot, and hit her face in her hand. Oh, God's Missy, she giggled, then whispered, 
breathtaking. Very, very nice. <laughs> her friend cackled maniacally. I knew it. As her laughter slowed, Danny felt it again. Another pang of loneliness that seemed decidedly John-shaped. What are you going to do, Danny? When she didn't answer right away, Missy continued, You're obviously into him. What are you going to do? Danny stood, pacing by the large windows that overlooked the city, wondering, yet again, why she'd pick this place when she preferred something closer to nature. I don't know, she answered quietly. Missy was uncharacteristically quiet for a moment. When she next spoke, she sounded firm and determined. You're done with your classes for the quarter, right? Danny frowned to herself. Well, yes, but... No. No, no buts. Except for John's. Good <laughs> lord, what an ass. Missy should be on this podcast. I was going to make that same joke. Heck yeah. With a chuckle, Missy let out a sigh. You have to go to him in the north. Go and declare your undying love for him. Or lust. Whichever. But look, seeing the two of you together, it was just... There was a pause. Then another laugh. Like I just knew there was something there. Danny raised her hand to her lips, chewing nervously at the nail on her index finger, considering. Yes, her friend's response was nearly a shout, and she held the phone away and winced at him before putting it back to her ear. Go to him. Exacerbated. Masturbated. Missy didn't relent. <laughs> Take a fucking chance, Danny. Okay. Even she was surprised that she agreed, breathless as her heart began to race. Okay, I gotta go. She disconnected the call before Missy could reply, walking as though she was in a trance to her laptop, her mind turning over possibilities. She spent the rest of the night making preparations, finding the lodge he hosted his excursions out of easily enough, making flight reservations and hurriedly shooting off an email to her mother to collect her puppers while she was gone. Shipping her dogs to Allie. <laughs> and her eye drops. <laughs> and all 11 medications. <laughs> when she fell asleep, finally exhausted, the sun was barely rising, and she dreamed of John's body curled behind her, his heart thumping steadily against her back, his arm wrapped around her as the jungle sang them to sleep. The end of the episode. Uh, all right. Wow. I, this is not how I saw this coming. No. Or going. Or not coming. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Is your PSR are higher or low? <laughs> what do you think? Where's your PSRs? Hmm. I, I think really. My PS- <laughs> <laughs> I think my PSR is quite low this week, if I'm honest. And maybe it's because of the expectations I had for this episode that they would have like hooked up at the end after the bath. They were clean. Her hair was washed. I, know. I think they're still like on camera though. Like, I don't think they get paid for extra, extra scene work. <laughs> yeah, I get that. But I'm shocked that they, in 21 days. In Michigan, we fuck on all our reality shows. <laughs> this <is> day two. <laughs> Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Classic Michigan boy. Danny, I really appreciate it. I appreciate it every time you said the North. <laughs> you do the North. The North. Yeah, I think I'm shocked that after 21 days with clear sexual tension and attraction mm. from the jump and getting along that famously, that nothing happened. Our feelings were confessed. Like, what else are you doing all day if not talking to each other? That's true. Maybe they were too tired to bone. Yeah, But sure. they were eating pretty good. I mean, they said they thought they'd gain weight after this. <laughs> At the end, 
of the show, they have like a 3D image scan of the person. And so they do it around. And so you can see like before they had like a little belly and then after they're like emaciated and they like do like all the stats, you know, next to them. Yeah. So I just picture like, you know, his PSR before at a certain (laughs) number. And then when they do after, he's just like hard. (laughs) 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 Yeah. You just see his boner like in 3D animation. (laughs) Well, John and Danny survived. They did not bone. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I think I I obviously appreciate a slow burn. I would yeah. have my PSR is just I don't know probably just at a five just because yeah I'm around there. I wanted some tent action. You know, I wanted to say it was intense for the title, and I mm. didn't get to do that. Aww. So personally, well, I've got a trick about fanfic for. Well, we thought it was going to be. Weren't we going to make a wet and wild joke? We thought they'd hook up in the rainstorm. Wet and wildling. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm. Wet and wilderness or something. Yeah. Danny, where are you at? Yeah, I will say the same, but I'm going to be more rational than you two hornballs, which is <laughs> I understand why it would not happen there. I was sort of hoping when, like, when they're in the water, like under the, you know, when you pee on the pool and nobody notices, I thought like <laughs> maybe like a little vigorous HJ that he could be like, they could be like cleaning yeah, or something. So yeah. that's what our imaginations and fan fiction are for. So if you want them boning in a tent, just pull out the keyboard. You know what? He did give her head. He washed her hair. We could, <laughs> we could trick our. <laughs> uh, well, I still, I love the story and I'm excited Definitely. that we get kind of both it's locations great. and I hope her foot's okay. Yeah, and she's going to go surprise him. This is going to be really exciting. Like, I think, like, she's going to go surprise him at his camp, and then they're going to bone. We only have two episodes left. What if she catches him with Tormund or something? Bait and switch. Um, Well, tune in next week. We promise there is boning. And, yeah, thank you so much, Northern Lights 37. The story is so much fun. So silly. It's great. I love it. And we'll see you all next week. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye. For an extra dose of bonkers entertainment, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of unreleased content and bonus episodes featuring your favorite fandoms, plus the ones we'd never dare to read on the pod. Head to patreon.com forward slash fangasm to get in on the action. For a regular hookup, make sure to subscribe to the show everywhere you listen. And if we've left you satisfied, ew, leave a five-star review or higher. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. And thanks to thousands of other listeners, the fun never sleeps over on our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack. Click the link in the show notes to join. Once you're in, (laughs) check out the 20-plus listener-led groups that cover everything from pets to pot to pen pals. Pen pals.